Good morning. Y'all can do better than that. I know you had to get up an hour earlier, but thank God we was able to get up. So let's try that one more time. Good morning. Now, there you go. You all did wake up. It's a blessing to be in the house of God one more time. We're going to praise him because he's blessed us. We were created for praise on this Sunday morning. We welcome those that are joining us by way of live streaming. If you have relatives or friends that don't know about it, you may want to give them a call. Let them know they can join us as well. Later in the service, we will let you know how you'll be able to give to this ministry. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and we all are glad, and we're going to rejoice in it. I ask now, yes, it's okay. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. The Lord deserves all the praise that we can give. There are so many among us that are bereaved. So let's, let's be there for our families that are bereaved this morning. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you now. Lord God, we thank you for this second Sunday in the month of March. You blessed us to see it, a day that's been coming since the beginning of time. You blessed us to see it, and Lord God, we said thank you for that. Father God, we thank you and we praise you. Father, we ask that you will bless everything that we say and do in this service not just this church, but Lord God, we pray for every church door that's open in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are mindful of every goodness that you give us, Lord. We know morning by morning you give us new blessings. Day by day, we see where you're good to us. And for that, Lord, we say thank you. Edify us through your word. As the God-man come, bless him, Lord. Anoint him with your Holy Spirit. Make us better people through the example of Jesus Christ. Teach us to love our neighbors and to pray for our enemies. Bless us now to be the examples of virtue and goodness that we desire to see. And Lord God, we will forever give you the praise and the glory for all that you do. And we ask that you would do it in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. Our praise team and our minister of worship are coming now to lead us further in this service. Praise the Lord, y'all. Y'all ready, ready to praise him? Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Here we go. The song goes like this Great and mighty is he Great and mighty is he Clothed in glory Arrayed in splendor Great and mighty is he. You sing Great and mighty is he Great and mighty Great and mighty is he Clothed in glory Clothed in glory Arrayed in splendor Great and mighty is he Say it again Great and mighty is he Great and mighty Great and mighty is he. and glory. Clothed in glory. Arrayed in splendor. Great and mighty is Take it up. Listen. Great and mighty is he. Great and mighty is he. Clothed in glory. Arrayed in splendor. Great and mighty is. You sing. Great and mighty is he. Great and 
your name because your name is above all names. Oh Lord, we pray for those who are among us, individually and collectively. We pray, oh God, for those who know you not in the part of their sin. Speak now. They may hide your word in their heart and they might not sin against thee. Oh, we thank you, oh God, for Jesus who went on yonder the cross that he died for us, that we may have the right to tree of life. Speak now, Lord, to our prayer that want to be a scientist and a doctor. Speak now, Lord, to those folks that are on the hospital, that's on the boat, that can't get off because of the coronavirus. Speak now for the sad shooting and violence in our city. Speak now, Father, for some of us are so mean, we're too easy, it's too hard to say, forgive me for our sin. Forgive me, give me my brother and my sister. Oh, Father, we pray for your Holy Spirit this morning because we know the Holy Spirit be with us that you're going to get to pray that you're worthy to be praised. We just thank you for your grace and mercy. Oh, Father, we know that we can do nothing without you. Oh, Father, we ask your God now, you just touch each and every church that stands over your holy and righteous name. We pray that you will learn more about you and less about ourselves. Oh, Lord, we just pray for your holy word. We pray that the word, the preacher is going to preach your word this morning. We pray that he may preach or say something, that he brings some lost soul to the marvelous light, saying, what should I do that I might be saved? And, oh, Father, when we're gone the last mile of the way, oh, we got to go in somewhere where we can study wisdom, where we must close all of our hymn books and Bibles. Oh, Father, we ask, oh, God, to receive us. Well, you say, come on in, my good and faithful servant. 
that you have been a ruler over a few things, my sister, my brother. Come on in. I will make you rule a minute. Oh, Lord, we ask these and all other blessings and praise. We ask you, holy, bless the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God be the glory. I don't know about you, but I came to give God my worship. I came to give him my best praise because I want to put a smile on his face. Anybody else? Come on. Here's my worship. Take joy in it. Make it your dwelling place. I want to put a smile. I want to put a smile on your face. I present my heart to you. Say it again. Here's my worship, God. Here's my worship. Take joy in it. Make it your dwelling place. I want to put a smile on your face. I present my heart to you. I present my life to you. Say it again. Here's my worship. Take joy. Make it your dwelling place. Oh, I want to put a smile on your face. I breathe in my heart to you. And I present my life to you. Here we go. So here's my worship smile. Here's my life, Lord. Here's my Say it again. Here's my worship. Here's my worship. Here's my life, Lord. Here's my life, Stay right there. Say it again. Here's my worship, God. Here's my worship. Here's my life, Lord. One more time. Here's my worship smile. Here's my worship smile. Oh, here's my life, Lord. Here we go, y'all. Come on, take it up. Come on, give him a praise in here. We ought to present our life to the Lord. We ought to present our worship to the Lord because he is worthy. Amen. 
now the responsive reading, and let us remain standing. But if serving the Lord seem undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. For the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Congregation. Father, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. All love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always preserves. Now the congregational hymn, what a friend we have in Jesus.
held on Wednesday, March the 11th at 5.45 p.m. and Saturday, March the 14th at 10.15 a.m. All ladies are welcome to participate. Mark your calendars for the 5th Annual Blessing of the Bikes and Antique Car Exhibit right here at Cade on March the 22nd from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Today's sanctuary flowers have been donated in celebration of our very own Chairman of the Deacon Board's birthday. Happy birthday to Deacon Donnie Moncure from your lovely wife, Gwen. Ladies, be sure to sign up for the women's shopping trip to the outlet shops of Grand River in Birmingham, Alabama. The cost is only $50. You can sign up in the Yale Fellowship Hall. Final payment due by March the 15th. Our Women's Day activities begin next week right here at Cade on March the 13th. The Women's Day theme this year is It's Our Season for We Walk by Faith and Not by Sight. Festivities begin with a community service project on Friday, March the 13th from 8 to 12, partnering with the Mississippi Food Network and Commodities Supplemental Food Program for the Elderly. And on Saturday, the annual prayer breakfast will be held in the sanctuary from 8 to 10. The speaker will be Faye Peterson, Circuit Court Judge, District Number 4. And finally, on Sunday, events continue with the Sunday School Review at 10 o'clock and the Women's Day program beginning at 11. The speaker will be Dr. Cynthia Perkins-Smith, the National Baptist Convention, Women's Auxiliary President, and a Women's Day Luncheon will follow the services on Sunday. For more information and to sign up for any and all of these events, please stop by the Yale Fellowship Hall between services. There's still a chance for you to get your picture in the 140th Commemorative Yearbook. Join us for Makeup Picture Days on March the 15th and the 29th between services in the Buckley Family Room. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Good morning, K-Chapel. I understand there is a public service announcement that we are to run now. Would you prepare that for us now, please? Members, this is a public service announcement. We're pretty sure you've heard a thing or two about the coronavirus in the last few weeks. And while it's important to be informed and prepared, we also have a responsibility to share the facts and not the fiction. While the focus right now is on the coronavirus, remember, it's flu and respiratory illness season. So the things you're doing to prevent the coronavirus now are things that you should be doing all season long. With respect to coronavirus, as of yesterday, there had been 106,195 cases worldwide, 3,600 deaths, and 60,190 people who had recovered. The difference there are those who still have active disease. For some perspective, the CDC estimates that this season there have been at least 34 million flu illnesses, 350,000 hospitalization and 20,000 deaths from flu. And these numbers are from the U.S. alone. You can help stop the spread of coronavirus by knowing the signs and symptoms. The signs and symptoms are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. If you develop symptoms and you've been in close contact with a person known to have coronavirus or live in or recently traveled to an area with ongoing spread, then you should call ahead to your doctor's office, the health department, or emergency room for medical advice. But remember, we're in flu and respiratory illness season right now, so there are some things that we can do to help keep ourselves healthy and those around us. This looks like something the health ministry shared with you as we got ready for flu season. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. When you sneeze, cover your cough, 
preferably with a tissue. Wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. Avoid contact with sick people and get your flu shot. And here's what we're doing at Cade. We're modifying our fellowship period just a bit. It's still important for us to greet our K Chapel members and our visitors. But instead of handshakes or fist bumps, we're going to an elbow tap. That's right, when you hear the Welcome to K Chapel song, we ask you to get up and greet your neighbor and visitors, and if you so choose, share an elbow tap. K Chapel, let's do our part to stay healthy, informed, and prepared. If you have questions, the CDC is a great site for answers. This has been your public service announcement. Good morning. This is the last chance that I will have to remind you about Tuesday. And Tuesday is? Right, right. So Tuesday morning, get up early, call your friends, call your relatives, and ask them to go to the polls. Now, this morning, it is my honor to recognize those that are visiting with us. Do we have visitors? If so, would you please stand? Okay, so now you've gotten your new instructions. Uh, I can't see the visitor. Is there a visitor? Okay, this is family day. So that means this is fellowship time, and I'm going to extend that even further. If you're not even comfortable with the bump, let's go Asian and bow to each other. And let us greet each other because we haven't seen each other in a week. This is now fellowship time.
K Chapel. This morning, there are some members that are in need of your prayers. And I just want to share just a few opportunities that you'll have on this upcoming week to share in the ministry of one as we remember and care for these members. Let us continue to pray for all the bereaved families. Deacon Mackenzie Crump lost his brother, Mr. Cornelius Crump. Sister Moselle Warner lost her husband, Mr. Sylvester Warner. The funeral for Mr. Jamal Holmes, the grandson of Mrs. Dorothy Lee, was held on yesterday here at Kate Chapel. The Mack family lost one of their loved ones, Sister Aletha Lewis, and that funeral was also held here at Kate Chapel on yesterday. We have recently lost loved ones. Brother Herman Porter lost his nephew, Mr. Dalvon Porter. Sister Jewel Brown lost her fiance, Mr. James Young. We also have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Monique Ewing, the daughter of Lee Ewing, Reverend Michael Jones, Brother Kenny Williams, three-year-old Christopher Williams, and Mr. Benny Lowry, the husband of Sister Jackie Lowry. We have recovering at home, Sister Lynette Dennis, Coach Walter Griffin, Brother Frank Blunson, Sister Marilyn Langford, and Sister Vera Collins. And we have a card from one of the members that says, it's the thoughtfulness of people like you that makes the world so bright. This comes from Moselle Warner and family. And on last week, I received a card from uh, Tanya Bridgman that I failed to read, which are also thanking you for your uh, care, prayers, and everything you did during the time of her bereavement. But as you go forth this week, remember, as I always say, Pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen? Amen. It is better to give than to receive, and it is a blessing to be in the position to give. Now you have that opportunity to share with others that the Lord has given you. The ushers may come.
Jesus, my Savior. He means more to me than anything that this world could offer me.
let us pray. Lord, we do thank you for this album, this moment once again that you have allowed us to come together. We pray down thy blessed upon the service, those who had a desire to be here but not unable to be. Bless them wherever they may be. We pray, O oh God, that you continue to shower your blessing down upon us. And all of our sin and all of our doing, we forever give you all the praises. All the honor belongs to you. Oh God, thank you for giving us a mind to come now, closing our right mind, to give you the praise and worship that due to your name. Lord, thank you. We pray, oh God, to God, man, that you give him power to stand on your word and declare your words true. Thank you for this offering. Thank you for those who gave in this offering. Let it be used for the perfect giving to bring glory and honor to your name. And we will be ever so careful in all of our sin and done to give your name to praise. And these and all other blessings we do ask in your son Jesus' name. We do ask and pray. Amen. 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 At this time, as we prepare for our sacred music, let me uh, take this privilege to welcome back home our very own Reverend Daryl McGee. Um, as you all know, he is the pastor of St. Thomas Missionary Baptist Church. And I see his lovely wife, Miss Deborah McGee. Just wave your hand. Let's welcome her also. And they have just celebrated 12 years at St. Thomas. Isn't that a blessing? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Now, I don't have to say very much more about uh, Daryl. You know, we can call him Daryl because we know he is a child of God. We know he knows the word of God. And so we're just going to say, preach Reverend McGee. Let's say that together. Preach Reverend McGee. Trouble, I've seen my 
of trouble, but I'm still here. Taking my lumps and bruises, but I'm still here. Yes, I am, Lord. Loneliness, I've seen my share of loneliness, but I'm still here. Listen. Maybe you leave them today. I made it, yeah. But I'm still here Dark days I've seen my share of dark days But I'm still here Yes, I am, Lord Disappointments I've seen so many disappointments But I'm still here
thank God for his goodness, his grace, and his mercy. I'm still here in spite of what I've been through. I'm still here in spite of what I'm going through. I'm still here in spite of what I'm getting ready to go through. I'm still here by the grace of God. Amen, somebody. Thank God for this opportunity and to Pastor Buckley in his absence, to my brothers and sister who share this rostrum with me today, to this fine choir who's behind me, to each of you, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, to Pukinim, Nene. Everybody, good morning. We greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It's just good to be back home. Amen. Listen, I ain't going to keep you long, but I will keep you as long as the Holy Ghost say keep you. And then we're going to get out of here. If you have your Bibles, would you turn with us to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 35. Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 35. If you have it, say praise the Lord. If you're still looking, say hold on. Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 35, we have these words recorded. And the same day... When the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great, great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The word of God for the people of God. We want to talk with you this morning from the thought, Riding through the storm. Riding through the storm. You know, in my studies, I found a very interesting description of a storm. Uh, the Webster Dictionary says that a storm is disturbance of the ordinary conditions of the atmosphere attended by wind, rain, snow, sleet, 
hail or thunder and lightning. And the storms that we face in life are just like that. A disturbance of the ordinary conditions of the atmosphere. For instance, when you're peaceful, a storm can disturb that peace with drama. When you're happy, a storm can disturb that happiness with depression. When you're making progress, a storm can disturb that progress with setback. When you're in a relationship, a storm can arise and disturb it with a breakup. When you are on the job, a storm can disturb it with a pink slip. Storms disturb the ordinary conditions of the atmosphere. Storms disrupt. Storms will tear up stuff. And as much damage as storms can cause, Kirk Franklin said, there is a blessing in a storm. Yeah, yeah, a garden grows not just with seed, sun, or good soil. It also needs the assistance of some rain. Farmers are never bothered when the sun goes down because they believe it will rise again in a few hours. But let there be a drought. That's when farmers become nervous. Why? Because they understand that growth is also the result of rain. And this is the same concept in life. Your growth is predicated upon the rain. The storms that come in your life, you won't know what's in you until you allow yourself to grow. And secondly, you won't know what God can do or who God really is until storms come in your life. And God creates situations for revelation. And when a storm comes into your life, God is preparing to reveal something to you. And if you're in expectation of elevation, you must allow room for revelation. And after revelation, there will be elevation. You know, on her sophomore project, the album that propelled her into greatness, Yolanda Adams recorded a song that teaches a lesson on making it through a storm. She says, the storm of life will blow. They sure to come and go. They meet me at a time when I'm calm and doing fine. But the captain of my soul, he's always on board. He rocks me in his arms while riding through the storm. Jesus holds me in his arms. He says, I'm not afraid of the stormy winds and the waves, though the tide becomes high. He holds me while I ride. I found safety in his arms while riding through the storm. She said, I have no fear of the raging sea, knowing Jesus is there with me. He can speak to the wind and the waves and make them behave. All power is in his hands on sea and dry land. I found safety in the master's arms. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost, while riding through the storm. And you know, testimony service, you know, they don't happen too much now, but uh, it's often about what God did. And you hardly ever hear the saints now talk about what God is doing right now. 
people talk about how God brought them out of a storm, no one hardly ever mentions how God kept them through the storm. And you know he is a keeper. He will keep you through the storm. I remember flying through a storm once and I also remember how happy I was when that plane landed at the airport. I can remember how that plane should have fallen out of the sky, how God kept his hand around that plane and landed it safely at the airport. And you know, planes will fall out the sky on a clear day. And the way that plane shook should have brought us down, but God kept us while riding through the storm. And I need to tell you, here's the prophetic word. Your storm is passing over. But for 10 people that will shout with me, and I'll make number 11, who understands that God will keep you while riding through the storm. Lest we forget God is Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there. And the Bible says in Psalm 46 and 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. It's not just God has been there. It's not just God will be there. It is God is there. He is present. The verse says he is a present help. In the time of trouble, in the time of a storm, God is there and he will keep you while riding through a storm. For interpretation purposes, today's miracle is about our Lord's power over nature, the elements. But for application purposes, today's miracle is about how the Lord will allow your storms to pass over and keep you while riding through the storm. And after the storm, the sun is going to shine. So the problem is not when the storm passes over. The problem is making it through the storm. The winds will blow. The rain is going to fall. The lightning is going to flash. The thunder is going to clap. But despite all, I'm going to make it through this storm. You ask me how I know while riding through the storm, God is going to keep me in his arms. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but somebody might be in a storm right now. And I come to encourage you that God will keep you in the storm. We're on the sea of Galilee. Place where storms are commonplace. Uh -huh. On the shore, Jesus is sitting in a boat uh -huh. teaching. Yes, and a storm could erupt at any given moment, but Jesus is there teaching. Oh, yes. Knowing that a storm could break out at any given moment, uh -huh. Jesus keeps on teaching. Yes, so I need to tell you step one in making it through your storm right. is to keep living. Yes, keep living. Storms are a normal part of life. Knowing that a storm could come at any given moment shouldn't stop you from living. A storm may rise, but what does that have to do with your life? Have you ever been driving and suddenly a storm arose? 
What did you do? You do a couple of things. First, you turn on your wiper blades. The wiper blades push the water out of your way so that you can see. And then secondly, you make sure that your lights are on. In a storm of life, you can make sure your lights are on by making sure you have a talk with Jesus. Talking to God, turn your lights on. God is there. He's there with you in the storm. And if you have a prayer life, you understand that God will keep you while riding through the storm. In the storm of life, you have to move things out of your way that could prevent you from seeing clearly. And if you're going to see clearly, you've got to do like Isaiah said when he, in the year of King Uzziah died. He said, I saw the Lord. And there are some things you will have to let die so you can see clearly what God has for you to see. You've got to make a personal choice that storms won't keep you from living. You might be in a storm, but you got a life to live. You might be in a storm, but your life is not over. You got, may be in a storm, but destiny is calling you. There in the 35th verse. Jesus speaks to his disciples saying, let us pass over unto the other side. And here we find the second step in making it through your storm. After you decide to keep living, you must know your outcome. Let us pass over to the other side. That's a prophetic declaration about the outcome of their journey. They were going to successfully make it to the other side of the lake. Now, to better understand this prophetic utterance, we must break down what Jesus said. We began with the word let. The textbook definition of the word let means simply to allow or permit. So God's words to the disciples is you have been given permission you have been given allowance to go to the other side. And in knowing your outcome, the first thing you must understand is for where God said you can go, you have been given permission to get there. The devil needs to know you've been permitted. The talkers need to know you've been permitted. The whisperers need to know you've been permitted. The rumor spreaders need to know you've been permitted. Even those that may lie on you need to know that you have been permitted. And why do they need to know? They need to know so that when they won't be surprised when you make it in spite of what they said. Let us, the word us is an all-inclusive word that says we're going to do it, and it applies to everyone that's involved. When Jesus said us, that included himself, the disciples, and even those that were traveling along in other boats. Jesus said to them, let us, meaning I'm in this thing with you. You are not by yourself. At times you may feel like you're by yourself, but you're not alone. You look for a hand to hold and can't find one, but you're not alone. You look for a shoulder to lean on, but nobody is there. You're not alone. 
you look for an ear to tell somebody your story, but you got to understand you're not by yourself. There is a difference between being by yourself and being alone. And when you're alone, nobody is there. And when Jesus says, let us, even when you're by yourself, you're not alone because Jehovah Shammah, the Lord, is there. Anybody understand that the Lord is there? He's there when you're happy. He's there when you're sad. He's there when you're up. He's there when you're down. He's there when your bills are paid. He's there when your money is funny and your change is strange. He says, let us. The third word, let us pass. The word pass here means go or proceed. And the picture here is someone sitting at a red light. And the law says, the law says now, when you come to a red light, you must come to a complete stop. Isn't that what the law says? I know some of us don't do it, but don't tell nobody. Yeah, yeah. Now, because of these cameras, you know, they got these cameras everywhere. If you run the red light, sometimes they'll send you a picture or a ticket in the mail because they took your picture. But when you see a red light, you must come to a complete stop. Even at a four-way intersection, when you have the red light, the oncoming traffic has the green light. Now, this is for ten folk that were shot with me. You might be sitting at a red light right now. But just in a few moments, there's going to be a change in the signals. And, and, and those that were going are going to now have to come to a complete stop. Why? Because your light is changing from red to green. And this means you're going to be changing from stop to go. Although I'm sitting still right now, I won't be still for long because my signal is about to change. And as soon as my signal change, I'm getting that house. As soon as my signal change, I'm getting that degree. As soon as my signal change, I'm getting that business. Soon as my signal change, I'm going to be happy again. As soon as my signal change. And if a person is in front of you, if they don't move, you just go around them. Because you got to understand and they got to understand that you won't let anything stop you from getting to where God wants you to go. Let us pass over. Now that word over is a prophetic word in this prophecy as well. Because I'm not just passing, I'm passing over. Over is the word of comfort, over is the word of guarantee. Over is the word of assurance. Over says that I won't be hindered. Over says I won't be stopped. Over says it doesn't matter what happens. My outcome will not change. Over says come what may. I won't go under. Over says I'm not staying where I am. Jesus had just caused for going to the other side. 
because he had to grapple with a desperate case of possession. Set the captive free and give the people on the other side an opportunity of hearing the message of salvation. And there's an assignment to be fulfilled on the other side. Jesus and his disciples had to go to the other side for a purpose. And this prophetic word, let us pass over to the other side, says you have been permitted to go to a particular place to fulfill a particular purpose. When there is purpose on your life, standing still is not an option. When there is purpose on your life, staying where you are is not an option. You've got to do as God has spoken. And God said, go, you got to go. If you don't have anything in front of you, you could stay right where you are. If destiny was not calling you, you could stay right where you are. But I'm looking at some folk right now that's in front of me that God has given you a destiny and you are waiting for God to give you the permission to go. Well, today he sent me by here to tell you, go. Go to the other side. Go. Go. The A clause of verse 36 says, and when they had sent away the multitude, here's where we're given three steps, or step three rather, in making it through your storm, because now you've got to be willing to part with those that could weigh you down. In short, you've got to let them go. Whether you are traveling by boat, plane, or even car, you have to do a people count. Because you can't take everybody with you. Somebody would have to be left behind. Why? Because too much weight will either hinder your progress or halt your progress. Either way, your progress will be hurt. And if we can pause for a moment of personal truth, if you look down memory lane, you had your share of people hurting your progress. For instance, so-called friends hurt your progress. Ex-booze hurt your progress. Employers hurt your progress. Negative folk hurt your progress. And watch this, some of us have even hurt our own progress. Due to the mending hindrance to your progress, you now find yourself behind schedule. Behind schedule in opening up the business. Behind schedule in getting that degree. Behind schedule in getting that career. Behind schedule in getting that house. And your life is behind schedule. So now you're on the road to recovery. And the last thing you need is another person coming into your life, weighing you down, keeping you from where God has permitted you to go. And this is not the season of self-pity. This is not the time to be walking around declaring, woe is me. I'm not there yet. This is not the season of stagnation where you are standing still because some haters don't want to see you pass them up. This is the season of relentless pursuit 
where you are chasing after the things that God has permitted you to have. And it's time, it's time, it's time for you to develop the spirit of, oh well. I see you looking at me wondering, what is the spirit of, oh well? Let me help you. When people don't believe in you, you don't fuss or fight with them. You just tell them, oh well. When people don't see what you see in you, you don't worry about them. You just tell them, oh well. When people walk off and leave you, thinking they're hurting you by leaving, you don't worry, you don't cry, you just say, when they say that you'll never mount to anything, then they try their very best to make sure that that happened. You tell them about the God you serve and you say, oh well. Because when you stop to go off on haters and non-believers, you cease to chase after what God has given you to go for. This is why you stay in pursuit and you just tell them, Oh, well, don't stop me sleeping at night. Oh, well, because who's bigger, them or God? So you say, oh, well, and the real testimony will be when you do what they said you wouldn't do. Oh, bless his name. And listen, I'm almost done, but the, the B clause of verse 36 says they took him even as he was in the ship. So step four in making it through your storm is probably the easiest one in this formula because you must take Jesus with you wherever you go. There's no song we used to sing that says take the Lord along with you everywhere you go because I need to tell you, you increase your chances of survival and success when you take Jesus with you. I know he's Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is there. I know he's omnipresent everywhere at the same time. But like the disciples, you have to take Jesus with you. It's more than just, Lord, I, have, I know that you are there. It's more like, Lord, I can't make this journey without you. Hymnologist wrote, I need thee every hour. Most gracious Lord, no tender voice like thine can peace afford. Now, growing up, I used to hear Big Mama pick up the chorus and say, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Bless me now, my Savior, because I come. To thee. Then the 37th verse says, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. The verse opens saying, And there arose. From out of nowhere came a storm. So let's review for a moment. What is a storm? A storm is a disturbance of the ordinary conditions of the atmosphere, yes, attended by wind, rain, snow, sleet, hail, thunder, and lightning. Oh, oh. There was a disturbance of the ordinary conditions 
of the atmosphere. And this storm wasn't just no ordinary storm. This storm was of hurricane proportions and the waves were beating the sides of the ship. And Luke tells the story saying that they were getting filled with water. The storm was so great that it looked like that they were about to go under. The disciples, these expert fishermen that had Jesus on board thought that they were going to drown while Jesus was on board. And I need to ask the question, have you ever gone through so much that you thought that it was going to take you down? Have you ever gotten so bad in your life and you thought to yourself, I'll never survive this? Have you ever felt like that? And this is the mentality of the disciples. They, they are in the storm that has them fearing for their lives. But there is something that Jesus does in this storm, which is the last point. Then I'm going to let you get out of here. Verse 38 says, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. The first word of this verse is the word and. And this suggests that what Jesus was doing was going on while the storm is raging and while the disciples are worrying. What was Jesus doing? The Bible says he was asleep on a pillow. This is the last step. Because if you're going to make it through the storm, after you keep living, after you know your outcome, after you part with those that could weigh you down, after you take Jesus with you, your final step is actually something we learned from Big Mama growing up. When you find yourself in the midst of a storm, you do like we used to do growing up. You sleep through it. Growing up, I don't know how y'all did it, but when I was growing up, when a big storm would come, Big Mama would say, turn off the lights, turn off the television, get off the telephone, and get somewhere and sit down. Y'all know Big Mama? Yeah. Sit down because God is doing his business. And what she was simply saying, since there is nothing else you can do, you might as well go to sleep. The late Reverend James Cleveland put it this way. Master, the tempest is raging. The billows are tossing high. The skies are shadowed with blackness. No shelter of help is nigh. Carest thou not that we perish? How can thou lie asleep when each moment so madly is threatening a grave in the angry deep? The winds and the waves, they shall obey his will. 
and you being a child of God, you have the power to speak to that storm and say, peace, be still. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Song said, whether the wrath of the storm tossed sea or demons or men or whatever it be, no matter, no water rather, can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey his will. Peace be still. Peace be still. As I get ready to go to my seat. I've told you how to survive through a storm. You got to keep the Lord with you. You got to know your outcome. You got to stay focused and keep living. But first, but next, you got to understand that the word says or the song says, be not dismayed. Whatever betide. Why? Because God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide. God will take care of you. No matter what might be the test, God will take care of you. Lean, weary one, upon his breast. The Lord will take care of you. And I don't know about you, but I've tried him. And I know he's alright. Have you tried the Lord? Do you know that the Lord will keep you in the middle of a storm? Have you tried the Lord? And know that God is able to speak to your storm. I don't know about you, but long time ago, I gave my hand to the preacher, but I gave my heart to the Lord. And I understand what this song is saying. Be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will take care of you. I said, God will take care of you. Whatever you're going through, God will take care of you. Whatever you happen to be in, God will take care of you. Do I have a witness out there that know that God will, God will, God will, God will, God will, God will take care of you. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He will take care of you. And you can make it through your stone. And watch this. I'm, I'm through. I'm through. I'm, but you can make it through the storm. Why? Because you can rest in the arms of God. Woo! You know, growing up, I didn't understand that song, Can't Nobody Do You Like Jesus. I didn't understand that as a boy, but as I became a man and trials came, I understand that can't nobody do you like Jesus. 
Can't nobody hold you like Jesus. And I've sailed on ships. And I've been in storms. And I've had the ship rocking and rolling. But even that can't compare to the rocking of Jesus. You can survive your storm. Whatever it is, you can survive your storm. God bless you. I'll say amen. We thank God for the message. And we thank God for the messenger. Right now, we're going to open the doors of the church. You may come by letter, Christian experience, or as a candidate for baptism. You may even just need to come for prayer. But right now, the doors are open. Oh 
are coming from prayer. So let us just take this time. Take the hand of the person next to you. And let us pray together. Father God, we come now. First of all, Father, we come thanking you for the blessing of this day. But Father, we want to thank you for the storms that come into our lives. Because with storms come rain. With rain comes growth. But Father, you've assured us in your word that you will be with us through the storm. That no matter where we are in that storm, no matter where, where, whether we're beginning to go into it or coming out, oh Lord, that you will be with us. Father God, we will, we're with two of your servants right now, Lord. And we ask, Lord, that you would that touch their hearts. Remind them, oh Lord, that they can ride through this storm. But all they've got to do, Lord, is call on your name. Because, Father, you have all powers. Give them both strength, O oh Lord. Give Miss Wade strength, O oh Lord, for the journey that she is to take. Lord, bless them now. Keep them in your loving care. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us pray. God, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. God, thank you for your loving care. Continue, O oh God, to touch us, bless us in your own way. Hold us in the hollow of your hand, and we'll forever give you the praise. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit Rest, rule, and abide with each of us now, henceforth, and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Elbow somebody, tell them you love them, and don't tell a lie.